welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about Ethos slash Bir Başkadır episode two, which featured some uh, really weird stuff, some fruit mangling, uh, and some more deep dives into characters. So we're all excited to get out our feelings on why Sinan is the worst. Um, I am drinking a Diet Coke right now because I am basic and sad. Is anybody drinking tea? Nope. No. But I actually do drink Diet Coke as well. <laughs> no, I cannot. Are you fall. currently drinking Diet Coke or are you just saying in general you drink Diet Coke? No, in general I drink oh. a lot of Diet Coke. Yeah, okay. I don't think More that's, that. that's not abnormal. A lot of people Admit. drink a lot. Yeah. Well, since I learned that it's Trump's beverage of choice oh mm. quite upset about that me too that's what made me really turn against my love of diet coke <laughs> but I so far i've been able to quit it now i drink coke zero so mm. good choice good choice yeah maybe i'm always going that. somewhere different so it's good <laughs> <laughs> i'm drinking uh, water pretty pretty yay <laughs> Very pretty because it's like ice water, so it's like very, extremely <laughs> far from being hot tea. <laughs> Though not as far as Diet Coke, that's like about as far as you can get. Well, one has to assume it started as water plus <laughs> leaves? water plus chemicals, yeah. maybe <laughs> leaves. I guess like the OG, like John Pemberton in Atlanta. Yeah, probably these leaves, but who knows? Yeah, now. and cocaine. Cocaine comes <laughs> yes. from plants, right? Yes. Okay, we're good. So. (laughs) Okay, well, now I'm going to take us through what happened in the episode. I uh, watched this a couple days ago, so please feel free to interrupt if I say something wrong. Um, Okay, so we start out in a nightclub, and I was very confused. Uh, we see a bunch of people dancing, and then there's this security guy, and he is told by a lady patron that there's something going on in the bathroom. And so, like, that's when I realized that this was probably Mariam's brother, um, whose name is Yasin. And he goes to the bathroom, and there's this super rude girl. There's two girls in one stall. I don't know what they were doing. They were just, like, screaming for no reason. Like they yeah, weren't hooking up or anything. It was very weird. She was just trying to make noise to like call attention to them, I guess. Yeah, it was bizarre. And she was super, super rude to him. Um, and that was weird. So we learned that his job kind of sucks, I guess. And also seeing him go from there to his house is like wild culture clash stuff, which the show is made of, I think. Um, I, I This is uh, a mini spoiler, but... Uh the quieter of the two women was like pretty jarred to see the security yeah. guard that's good that's obviously going to be important later so oh i thought but, she was just embarrassed by how her friend was acting it's, it's not she's not a she's a main character so we're just getting to know her yeah oh okay yeah. okay good to know thank you um okay so then ugh, we go home with him this is like really too much for me And he's praying and then his wife is standing in the doorway and she's dripping blood because she has uh, slit her wrists. I guess we should have done a trigger warning, but if you watch this episode, 
you know that it there was a lot of stuff. So they take her to the, or he takes her, no, they take her to the hospital and uh, she's fine. And he doesn't look all that excited when the doctor tells him that she's fine, which we'll get back to later. Then we have um, Ruhie, who is his wife. She's kind of just chilling, brooding, you know, doing her thing. And we get flashes of her memories, which is a man driving her um, somewhere rural. And there's a bunch of persimmons on the dashboard, which we're going to talk about persimmons in the history section, but I'm not sure that we know why persimmons on a dashboard is a thing, but maybe it's a luck thing or something. I don't know. Or he just likes persimmons. Um, then uh, we see Ruhie is uh, putting the prayer rug down to pray and Yasin walks in, her husband, and he's like, you're facing the wrong way and freaks out about it, which to be fair, is kind of really, really strange that she would do that. I don't know what's behind that, but his reaction was also way out of whack, but understandable given that she's just come back from the hospital. I don't know. They're both like wild. Um, then after he screams at her, he runs outside and shoves the whole persimmon into his mouth in a really disgusting way. And um, she, I don't know, freaks out. And then they like wrestle and she's screaming and they're trying to get her to calm down. And it's a whole thing. Didn't really understand what was going on there, but I guess we'll get context at some point. Um, then we switch <laughs> vibes completely and we've got a yoga class. <laughs> um, and so our favorite therapist, Petty, is doing yoga. And after the class, she makes friends with this girl, Melissa. And Melissa kind of hints like, oh, I thought you might recognize me. And Petty's like, no, I don't. So we know that Melissa is probably famous in some way, but she doesn't say anything. Um, she also says, I'm not a lesbian in a really weird way that people in this in this decade should not be saying, but uh, made me suspicious that maybe that is a relationship that's going to happen going forward. Uh, it's not. It's not. People would say that in Turkey still, unfortunately. So it's it's a different, it's a, it's different there. Okay. It's different in some places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. No, for sure it is. I know. But yeah. in this, I feel like if I was watching an American TV show, that would be like a hint mm. that that was where that yeah. was going. Yeah. Okay. Then Petty and Mariam have another session and uh, Mariam is absolutely throwing bombs, even though she doesn't realize it. It's hilarious. She says six years of studying and you're not even a doctor, <laughs> which was really funny. Um, she is, uh, opening up a little bit more about her Sinan feelings. She says she was making coffee for Sinan and his guest, which by the way is, uh, Perry's therapist and she felt strange. So that's the, the root of her problems. We think she also says that it was the third time that Ruhier has attempted suicide. Um, so that's fun. Uh, Miriam also uh, basically doesn't tell Petty about Hoja either way when we know that last episode she did not tell the Hoja um, about her visit to Petty. So she's kind of keeping mom on that even though she's kind of done what Petty would want, like has like kind of implied that she wants. I don't know. 
Um, then she asks if Perry is married and she says no. And Miriam says, who wouldn't want to be married? And Perry's like, me, I don't want to get married, which also added fuel to my theories, but no, no dice, I guess. She, yeah, she didn't say it like to Miriam though. She was like, she didn't say anything in the session, but she narrated it to her friend slash therapist that she wanted to say that, but then she didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought she had said that. They were like intercutting the like her therapy, like Petty's therapy session with Gulbin with Petty's therapy session with Mariam to right. like her dramatic yeah. effects, just like what she would have said if like if she had been like if she had done what she wanted to do, she would have said what she said to Gulbin. Okay, okay, okay. I did not get that. <laughs> so that's it was a little bit i was a little bit confused by it too and then yeah it wasn't i don't know if you like i feel like if you weren't like completely focused on it if you like even looked away for a bit the cutover is easy to miss yeah 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 and basically that session between perry and gulbin um ends a very similar way to the first session we saw where gulbin's like you should work on your problem with covered women and perry's like ah bye then we see Gubin on a date with the world's worst man, Sinan, in his weird loft terrace thing, uh, drinking a bottle of red wine. And she says she won't stay, but then, of course, she does. And she gets dressed in the morning. He's still passed out. My current theory is that he owns the nightclub because that's his general vibe, but unclear. Um... And she meets Mariam on the stairs. And I think that she knows Mariam is the person that Petty has been talking about, or at least she suspects. Um, she asked for her name, but she doesn't give it to her. You think? I think it was, she would just wanted to be nice and like ask her name and like be polite and acknowledge her existence. And then Mariam just like freaked out. Didn't want to say anything because she you like think? doesn't. I don't know because I felt like yeah. like why ask for her name rather than just saying like hello good morning. No, I I think oh. it's just like a a polite thing. Yeah, to, like, I'm with Sophia. Yeah, and not like just a robot that comes to clean the house. Yeah, and <laughs> and Mariam is also like yeah she freaks out because she's like not used one used to like the people in the house who aren't like other you know workers or employees. Um, acknowledging her I guess that's one thing but the other I think the more dominant thing is that she's like judging this woman for yeah, like exactly. you know being with her crush slash being with Eddie Van <laughs> I mean judging her for being with Sinan makes sense but that's not right for, doing. Very, for a very different reason yeah than we're judging her <laughs> oh, well so yeah from, from the past episode it's clear that she like looks down upon the women that spend the night with him mostly also because he spends the night with a ton of women and like yeah but for some reasons that's like not his it's not like him being gross not his wrongdoing. no sex is a man internalized everyone watch barbie <laughs> <laughs> best movie ever um okay uh so mariam goes to work and i think the she just like has an awkward interaction with sinan we learn that um, she like changes all her clothes in the bathroom when she gets there, which comes into play later, um, just into like cleaning clothes. Um, we see Yasin uh, back at home and he's working out. His son is just like staring at him. His wife is just like staring at him. This family is just like terrible. 
And then they finally have like a cute moment. They start like, I don't know, lift, swinging each other around or whatever. And Ruhie seems like actually to be interacting for a second. And she says she wants to go back to her village. And he asks her why she won't say. Mariam comes out, have the same conversation. She won't say. And then once they've both gone back into the house, Ruhie talks to herself and she says she wants to go back to the village in order to find somebody's grave and spit on it. So I'm sure we're going to learn more about that. Um, Yasin goes to talk to the Hoja and he confesses that he all, basically like wasn't happy or was ambivalent that his wife had survived, which, um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> You got to have empathy for the guy. And fucking Hoja <laughs> sells him the exact same flower anecdote. I mean, we don't know for sure because it cuts away, but we're pretty sure because he ends up with the same bouquet that Mariam has. And uh, I think Hoja needs to find a new anecdote because <laughs> that is just not helpful. Mariam and her niece are watching uh, Chukur, uh, Dizzy, which I haven't watched, but I want to watch. And the girl that uh, Perry met at yoga, Melissa, is an actress on the show. And then um, we learned that but, Sinan but is not also- on, But not yeah. on Chukur, like on a different show. On a different show, on a yeah, different yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. Sinan is watching the show and then he calls Melissa and, and flirts with her and is pretending not to watch the show that she's on, even though that's clearly what made him think to call her. And tries to get her to come over for a sleepover. Uh, and she refuses. Thank goodness we can still like Melissa. And um, then this is oh, the ending. I hated this so much. He goes to the bathroom and uh, he's definitely doing number two. And then he opens <laughs> uh, Mariam's drawer and takes a big sniff of uh one of her pieces of clothing and it's just so disgusting i cannot and then the episode ends so wow that was horrifying So now we're going to move on into the gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section. Where would you all like to start? Mm. What are our feelings about Yasin? He's our new character this episode. Yasin is, is Miriam's brother, right? Yeah. yeah. He's flawed, obviously, but I think he's he's doing his best in like very with very limited education and resources and <laughs> quite difficult circumstances um i have a lot of kind of sympathy i can't say i have empathy for him because i've not endured any of that but a lot of sympathy for him um but yeah of course he's doesn't handle things well a lot of the time <laughs> at least so far that we've seen hmm. yeah i uh can't say i like the guy but i understand that his circumstances are very difficult and who wouldn't act out in that yeah there's like situation? years of context we haven't seen yet so it's like 
I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's easy to be like, oh, be nice to her or like get her therapy or get her in the hospital. Like, like, but you can't, I mean, it's not like where we're coming from is like a different planet from. Yeah. Exactly. He's coming from. So, right. Yeah. Well, th- that's for sure. Um, I think he's lacking a lot of tools, but I don't know, like just his reaction at the end when, well, not at the end when, well, first eating the the persimmon that way, like he definitely knows that it upsets her. So it was just, yeah, that was cool. That was not nice. And also when she's talking about like something really genuine, like I want to go back in, to my village, like that's something that I yearn for. And he's like, I thought we were going to be able to talk about this. And he just like freaks out and leaves. Um, and I think like Ruhi is really making an effort. I don't know if she's received treatment or medication or any sort of thing, but like to me, that's a bit surprising that she hasn't received treatment. Whereas, um, Maryam is able to go to a psychiatrist. I don't know if she's doing it like behind her brother's back and that's why she can go, or I don't know what the deal is. I think it's, I think it's because they think that, uh, like Maryam is going because she like had fainting spells versus mm-hmm. they think Ruhia is just like sad lazy and messed up and sad yeah not like it not like they don't think that what she has is like warrants medical attention that she just needs to like get over herself mm-hmm. um which obviously we're gonna find out what deep dark traumas she has that makes her want to go back to this I'm village. sure that'll be <laughs> really really fun to learn about yeah no um yeah, for sure. But I mean, I, I I can sympathize to like, if you're having a loved one who's having like a major mental illness and like, you feeling like, okay, like, maybe I'd be happier if this person wasn't around. Like, I, I feel like that's a, something that anyone can genuinely feel and that I wouldn't judge him for that. But I think the other two things I mentioned, like, are more upsetting to me than that comment. I think the persimmon thing is like him like like you said he knows it's gonna trigger and like really upset her even though he doesn't probably I'm guessing he doesn't know like the linkage of it to her trauma um like the root cause of everything but um like because her suicide attempts and her like overall state are like they upset him so much on a daily basis I think like in a very again it's very cruel what he did but like he wanted her to feel like very hurt um and like a very like tit for tat like a horrible thing to do and obviously she's already in an incredible pain that he can't understand because no one in this part of town seems to understand mental (laughs) very well um but yeah, I mean, she's like, as as uh, Peter was saying, Rui is like beyond like therapy, like just like standard yeah. therapy, like she needs to be hospitalized. Um, and because it's like, I mean, three suicide attempts is like, geez, that's yeah. extremely major depression. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's another detail we didn't mention, but like when they get into that fight slash, I don't even know what it is, like him eating the persimmon and then she starts like slapping herself and then he like grabs her supposedly in an attempt to stop her from slapping herself but I didn't feel that was entirely what he wanted to do um and then the, the little girl is crying and I was like oh god like Isma, Isma? like oh, I don't know it's just, 
heartbreaking. I feel so bad for those kids because they're definitely the son can't even talk because yeah. of like the trauma in the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a really bad situation. And yeah, they need I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna I don't remember how they address all these things. I don't remember how it all plays out, but yeah, it's very bad. And yeah. I I don't know, like I yeah, I, I definitely don't think that Yasin handles things perfectly or well most of the time but like yeah he's not he's definitely not an antagonist like he's just like a guy that is not equipped in any way to handle no. any of this yeah no i mean i don't see him as an antagonist but like i definitely can't help myself from like judging some of the things he does yeah the antagonist is capitalism and all of this that's what we need to be <laughs> plus we need to draw this poverty this desperate poverty that people are in and these class divisions <laughs> um i feel like i can't talk about the opening scene without like spoiling what the girl's deal is so you guys should talk about that <laughs> but i won't say anything yeah i mean i didn't get much from it except that i was horrified by how rude that girl was uh yeah, and sucks. I don't understand how nice and empty that nightclub bathroom was. Hmm. Yeah, True. I also I also have to like one of my WTFs is like the reason for the complaint. Like it just seems really extreme to snitch to. Yeah. The bodyguard or like whatever the bouncer. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not entirely clear what was so upsetting that one random woman. I don't know. She was having a bad night. I just wanted to, have to spread her misery. <laughs> I don't feel like we learned too much more about Mariam or Petty or Gubin in this episode. Just kind Does of it, having them meet more people. More, more, yeah, exactly. More characters. I think that Petty, um, well, we learned that this wasn't the first experience she had with a covered woman, right? Or had they said that previously? No, yes, you're was, right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but she immediately changed the subject when Goodman was like, you had a patient like this last year. And then she was like, okay, well. <laughs> and I think she said that she had pawned her off onto a different therapist, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Anything else you guys want to talk about? If we just have to, if we have a lot of threads that are emerging, mm-hmm. but not like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not much that we can say now um because they're still expositioning (laughs) yeah yeah we learned we learned a lot more about mariam's brother and their family life and that was like the main also what's up with sinan smelling mariam's scarf he's a he's a creep like he's just he's willing to like pardon my language fuck anything so he's like (laughs) attracted to I mean, I'm attracted isn't even the right word. Like, he's predatory. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah. Really disgusting. And, yeah, like, Gubin didn't seem too into him either. So I don't know why yeah. she's continuing this. Yeah. She she always says, I don't want to stay. And then she ends up staying. Yeah. Someone else needs to watch Barbie. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he's good at sex and she just doesn't want to get attached or something. Who knows? Yeah, he certainly doesn't seem like he's interested in like a serious relationship because he's For just sure not. a predator. <laughs> so he's he's down he's DD, DTF literally. Um, but not sure what 
yeah, not sure what's keeping her around, unfortunately. Yeah, very, very unclear. At least we didn't see Melissa go over, but I think it was implied that she had many times before, so. <sighs> Bad. Do you think that we're going to go to Ruhier's village, or do you think that we're just going to, like, get her story and flashback at some point? I mean, honestly, like... I wonder if she would be better off just going home. I don't know. No, yeah, spoiler, we're definitely going. I don't remember how soon, but yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that will be something. Hopefully she uh, talks more to become a, you know, character. So that would be good. She she does the haunting stare well. So. She certainly does. <laughs> yes. Okay. So now we're going to move on into the history section where we are going to discuss the persimmon fruit, which um, I've barely encountered ever. I don't think I've ever had it. Me Just neither. Heard it. Me neither. I only know kind of looks like a fruit that we have here slightly, but apparently they're not related. So the persimmon is an edible fruit of of some like a bunch of different trees um and the most wide wide widely cultivated variety is called the diospedos kaki um and um so the not like the there there's a family of trees that are in the like in, in the same family as the persimmon tree and they're made to like they're they're grown for ebony timber which I didn't know that was a thing, but like it's dense black and brown hardwood. So interesting. Um, and apparently most of most persimmons are produced in China. They in 2019, China produced 75% of the world's persimmons, which makes sense as to why we haven't tried them that much. <laughs> um, so similarly to the tomato persimmons are considered berries even though like people don't think about them as berries but just the type of fruit makes it a berry um and a typical persimmon tree reaches like up to 18 meters but it can be like shorter like 4.5 meters um and they usually like pretty like straight up but sometimes they can be like crooked or they look like a willow um and basically they have like these like glossy leathery leaves that turn, you know, yellow, orange, or red during the autumn. And so interestingly, persimmon trees are something called dioecious, which means that the male flowers and the female flowers are, are produced on separate trees. Um, but there are some trees that have both and some trees have a perfect flower, which has male and female reproductive organs. Wow. Dates are also dioecious, fun fact. Which ones? What are? D dates. Like uh -huh. Um, so I guess that means that they depend on like animals for pollination. I would yeah. uh, almost certainly. Yeah. Or like the wind to thrust it in precisely the right direction. Yeah, probably animals. <laughs> um so the male flowers are pink and they usually come in groups of three. And the female flowers are creamy white. And they appear like one by one. 
Hmm. Um, and they, they're physically pretty different. Um, but then the perfect flowers are like a mix of those two. Um, and the, the fruit matures in the late fall and it can stay on the tree until winter. And the, the fruit is like ripe when it's like light yellow, orange to dark red, orange. And that depends on the variety. Um, and they also have different shapes. So they can be like spherical or they can be acorn shaped or they can be pumpkin shaped. Um, which is odd. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's a very sweet fruit. It has a lot of sucrose. So most of the trees in the same species have fruits that are inedible to humans. Mm. But as we mentioned, the oriental persimmon or the diospedos kaki is the most common fruit, a uh, persimmon fruit. Mm. It is native to China, India, and Indochina, which I think was Vietnam, right? Yeah, I think so. And it was first cultivated in China more than 2,000 years ago. And then they introduced it to Japan and then Korea. Um, and those three countries are still the top producers of persimmons. Um, and so they have different names. So they're known as shi in Chinese, kaki in Japanese, and gum in Korean. Or like a Korean mango as well. Mm-hmm. And it's also pretty common in Nepal, where it's eaten as a seasonal fruit, and it's super popular. And then after being cultivated in Asia, it was introduced to California and Southern Europe in the 1800s, and then Brazil in the 1890s. And it really became like popular in, in Brazil with Japanese immigrants. And they produce a ton of of persimmons. I learned that in Turkish they're called hurma or uh, genet hurmasa, which means paradise fruit. Um, and there is a theory that potentially Adam and Eve ate a persimmon instead of an apple. So that's fun. Interesting. The other name I've heard for uh, the persimmon in Turkish. I've heard Janet Hormosa the most, I think, but also Trabzon, like the city Hormosa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit confusing because just Hurma by itself in common parlance means a date, even though those are obviously like super different fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like the etymology, and I don't I don't actually know this, but from what you just said, Sammy, it sounds like maybe Hurma is like a general word, old general word for fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably like archaic now, and it's like taken to generally mean date but is sometimes used for persimmon in part um my grandma actually called when she saw when we were watching the show when she saw the fruit she said hurma right away we were like that's not a that's not a date about? <laughs> Dates aren't that color and then we realized that sometimes sometimes some people call them by the same name so anyway random i don't know why i don't know why it's okay to call like fruits that just completely don't look like each other the exact same <laughs> thing <laughs> but they're both sweet and dioecious so maybe there's something there you go <laughs> <laughs> interesting um and so persimmons have also been brought to the u.s and there's an american persimmon that's native to the eastern u.s interestingly enough and they make botanically persimmon. related 
So the yeah, I think, I think so. It's called Diospedos virginiana. Did, did so it develop here as an offshoot of the Asian ones or like by some miracle it somehow got to this continent and evolved? Well, it claims to be native to the eastern U.S. Oh. Um, okay, I will. I will look into it more later. Yeah, and apparently it's called like the the names are American persimmon, common persimmon, eastern persimmon, simmon, possum wood, possum apples, possum or wood. plum. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling this? it a possum apple. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> And the tree grows wild, um, but it's been cultivated since prehistoric times by Native Americans. Interesting. So yeah, apparently it's the same family, but I don't get, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't really understand how it would be native to the U.S., but I don't know. I'm not a scientist, so... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there's a apparently there's a Texas persimmon. There are like velvet apples, which are another kind of the velvet persimmon, which is native to Taiwan, Philippines, and Borneo. Um, so yeah, there's a ton of different um persimmons. And and actually the name comes from an Algonquian language meaning dry fruit. So I guess that makes sense. Um, apparently dried persimmon has been getting super popular in turkey according to this daily sava article interesting apparently you can have a persimmon fresh dried raw or cooked like when it's fresh you can eat it as we saw on the show um and then apparently some varieties cannot be eaten until they're fully ripe like the american persimmon and you can make tea from the leaves um, and there's a Korean spicy punk punch that I don't think I can pronounce. That's made <laughs> from dried persimmons. Um, and they also make persimmon vinegar. That um, sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, and persimmon leaf persimmon leaf tea is pretty popular as well in Japan. Um, and you can eat persimmon pie in Ohio, apparently, like from Ohio <laughs> to the south. Um, and it's a topping for breakfast cereal. What? Wow. Ooh, Learning so much. Anyway, You're there's apparently buy a persimmon. We've been like blind to all these persimmons blind. everywhere, apparently. <laughs> blind. And there's an annual persimmon festival in Mitchell, Indiana, if you guys want to go in September. Maybe we should tickets booked already let's go let's <laughs> host an episode from the first seven festival. oh my god that would be incredible <laughs> let's do it i'm in and apparently in ozark folklore you would predict the severity of the upcoming winter by slicing a persimmon uh seed um and seeing if it's shaped like a knife fork or spoon inside obviously <laughs> i mean that's not realistic and then in korean folklore um the persimmon has a the dried persimmon has a reputation for scaring away tigers um and then in malaysia and singapore a large persimmon is a state a status symbol cool well as disgusting as the scene in the show was i am now interested to try all kinds of persimmons and go to mitchell indiana to the festival 
Maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to move on to our favorite and final section, which is what the fuck, Saltstone success, and Fatima's hit list. What are your what the fucks? I know you have some. I mean, the nightclub scene. Um, I forgot his name, but the medium's brother, I, reactions to some things. Yes. Um, the hoja just like having one story and adapting <laughs> yeah the hoja has like spread his lack of imagination to this whole neighborhood like <laughs> all, he's the reason everyone is just stuck because <laughs> he kept throwing the flower anecdote at them and now they're all just like they've given up <laughs> yeah they're like well no use asking anyone for advice i'll just hear about flowers <laughs> right. yeah see not for being absolutely disgusting yes <laughs> please yeah yeah his weird loft Ugh. yeah they were sitting on like the floor on pillows with their legs to the fence but it wasn't outdoors it was indoors it was so weird yeah mm. this aesthetic of like met rich um man children like not being able to like properly furnish their homes or take care of themselves yeah <laughs> it's what i imagine like elon to be like <laughs> oh yeah big time can't wait for the cage match really looking forward to it yeah yeah italy's offered to host so it's getting real <laughs> oh the event of the century italy's like well, how do we cash it on this let's host <laughs> i have the nightclub restroom like i have never gone out to a bar or a club that had such an enormous restroom that was completely empty and super clean and quiet. Yeah. It was just unbelievable. I would go to that like place every people, night. There were like two people in that stall comfortably. Like it was, they weren't like swooshed up against each other. <laughs> it was crazy. There was no pee or toilet paper on the floor. There wasn't a line of 30 women waiting to pee. Like this yeah. is, this is fantasy land right here. Yeah. Maybe they all went to all the people in the club truly just went to dance. They're not consuming any liquids of any kind. No, like, but they're not actually the all really dehydrated because they've been sweating from dancing and they're not <laughs> yeah. drinking anything. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> probably that lady, that lady tattled on them because she was like, oh my God, are these women okay? Nobody here has to pee. Why do they have to pee? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, what the fuck? I just have a, some Sinan ones. What the fuck to Sinan's ending scene on the toilet i cannot that's just yeah so he does deserve oh. a second one definitely. and then also what the fuck to leaving all of that food out on the coffee table all night but Who i think it that? was like a, a cheese platter no would you i wouldn't leave that out but also like i wouldn't do like anything he does <laughs> <laughs> also mariam only comes like every other day so that could have been out for like yeah or like once a week days. or something yeah it's I, like yeah she, yeah she mentioned two days a week that she comes in but it was like like i'm making this up it may not be this but it was like tuesday thursday or something so like 
Homie could have, it, it could have conceivably been left there after she, she cleaned on Thursday. So I, I wouldn't been- put it past Sinan. I would not yeah. put it past him. <laughs> oh, God. Um, any others? All no. right. No. Sultan of success. I think Maryam, because <laughs> she always outsmarts Pity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She really got some good digs in. Yeah, Maryam is by far my favorite character. Um, yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah. And um, then, li- yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I liked uh, Medusa as well because she turned down Sinan's advances and also. Um, I thought she was funny in the yoga class so yeah she seemed really fun she seemed like somebody you would want to be friends with yeah um okay and then the hit list I mean it's Sinan right it's Sinan and then yeah maybe the Hoja for like constantly saying the same thing no the brother I don't know he, he yeah I haven't seen it I, I I'm like I could be forgetting about things that would make him hit list worthy but like at this point I'm like I feel too bad for that whole entire family <laughs> to, yeah. to sentence any of them. <laughs> the hit list is their entire family life. They need to be yes, like just their not life needs to change completely, one hundred percent. Yes, Ugh. for the positive because there's still ways that it could be worse. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> we want yeah, it to be we want it yeah. to be good. Right. Um, okay. Well. Congratulations to Mariam and second place Melissa for a Sultan of Success. Also, congratulations to Colombia's Women's World Cup team. We're still in it. It's amazing. I'm so excited to watch their game tomorrow. Um, and watch out to Sinan. I hope that Fatma comes instead of Miriam one morning and like stakes you through the heart on the toilet. You deserve it. Um, Mid sniff. That would be an epic crossover that would be such a good crossover it was so it's perfect yeah i didn't even think about that that thought what could really get said from the agency from her own personal agency of (laughs) people (laughs) oh man i hope i live in hope um next time we'll be talking about episode three and thank you all so much for listening